Uh oh. It's kind of hard to get it. You could read your uh, books while you're sitting in my lap, babe. <gasps> okay, no. Oh, so can I ask you the question that I was going to ask you before we wrap up? Are you recording now? Yes. All right. Okay. So let's say Donald Trump runs for president in 2024. And during like a Republican uh, debate, Jesus comes on stage and says, I do not endorse Donald Trump for president. I would highly question if this person's really Jesus. But what if you, there's no doubt in your mind? What would you do? Bubs. What if there's no doubt in your mind? I'm not going to answer that question. Why not? Because it's a weird question. But if it were to happen, what would you do? Well, I would denounce whoever that was because I don't think it would be Jesus. But what if there was no... uh, Bubs, we're getting off the subject. No, but I, this is the question. Guy comes back, and it's clearly Jesus, right? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no doubt in your mind. And he goes to the RNC and says, I do not endorse Donald Trump for president. I, I would highly question whether this guy is. I, I don't think that – I honestly think Jesus would not do that. But what if he I, did? Bubs? Go ahead. Bubs, Go you're ahead. taking away from this discussion here. Uh-oh. See, so you would put politics above religion. I, I would put curious. religion above politics. I mean, yeah, because everything that guides my decision for politics, what I thought about politics would, would, um, G, the, my faith would guide my decisions, especially for politics, e- even for politics. Okay. Let me rephrase the question. Let me ask you a different question. No. Let's say that there's a minister who you really, really trust, like somebody in your personal life. I don't know who that would be, but you could insert name of trusted uh, family preacher here, right? Mm-hmm. And you go to them one day. They tell you, Alana, I've been reading scriptures. I think it was wrong to vote for Donald Trump. And they make a biblical argument about why. And you research it and it sounds really sound to you. Donald Trump runs again in 2024. What do you do? Uh, Bubs, what kind of a question is that? I would, I well, first off, I would, I would completely before I decide to believe this so-called preacher, whoever it is, right? Yes. I would have to really study it before I'm making my decision. So I wouldn't just, uh, I wouldn't just like change my vote or anything. But let's say you studied in it. The biblical argument. Bubs, for- Bubs, are you seriously yes. asking these weird yes, questions? Yes, yes. What would you do then? Um, uh, I don't know. Bubs, what kind of a question is that? I'm just curious. <laughs> Honestly, you ask me weird questions. <laughs> I, 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 re- I really want to get to these scriptures. So will you answer my question for us then? No, I wouldn't do it. You wouldn't vote for Trump if there was a big no, 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 no. I mean, I would not. I would if if I studied it enough. Yes. And there was something to back it up. I would. I would think. I would rethink it. But I don't. I. I really don't know if somebody could really back up that claim. But if they did, Bubs. I'm saying if Bubs. Bubs. We can go on and on and on right. in circles all day. But I really want to focus. All on right. This all right. Let's focus on this, babe. Enough dawdling around. Let's, enough dilly-dallying. Enough dilly-dallying, Shayla. Let's get to it. <laughs> okay. Okay, so we're going to start... dally ran through the alley. You know that song, right? <gasps> Come on. Lottie. Okay. Be a little serious here. For once. I'm serious, babes. Mm-hmm. We did listen to uh, The Ruler's Back by Slick Rick last That was a fun song. And he also did Lottie Dottie with some... Um, Bubs. Snoop Bubs. What? You have to focus. Okay.
Don't you like being with somebody like me though, babe? So we'll have a little bit of fun. Oh, I do. I mean, I'm not saying that I, I'm, I'm not saying to be, um, you know, serious all the time. I'm just saying that this is a different kind of a episode. Okay. We are going to Ephesians chapter one, verse four. Got your Braille Bible out. Yes. This is a, this is the last volume. So here we go. Um, starts with the book of Ephesians. Uh, the people from, uh, Ephesus. Okay. All right. So let's see. Um, all right. So Ephesians 1, 4 says, according as he has, oh yeah, sorry. Let me start over again. Uh, chapter one, verse four of Ephesians. It says, according as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Okay, let's read before. So I'm going to start with verses one through four, and then I'm going to go to the verses afterwards. Go ahead. <clears throat> Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints which are at Ephesus and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. So this is part of the um, Paulian letters. To some of the churches. What are the Paulian letters? Those are the letters that the that Paul wrote to the churches. So he's writing to the church of um, Ep, the the people of Ephesus, the church of Ephesus. And do we like the church of Ephesus? Well, you're going to find out what he says here. Okay. So let's start over again. Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the will of God, to the saints which are at Ephesus and to the faithful in Christ Jesus. Grace be to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus Christ. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. And then it says, According as he hath chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him in love. Uh, this is uh, verse 5. Having predestinated us unto the unto the adoption of children by Jesus Christ to himself according to the good pleasure of his will to the praise of the to the praise of the glory of his grace wherein he hath made us accepted in the in the beloved in whom we have redemption through his blood the graveness of sin uh, I'm sorry the forgiveness of sins according to the riches of his grace wherein he hath abounded toward us in all wisdom and prudence. I'll, I'll read a couple more verses. Go ahead. Having made known unto us the mercy of his will, according to his good pleasure, which he hath uh, purposed in himself, that in the dispensation of the fullness of time, he might gather together in one all things in Christ, both which are in heaven and which are on earth, even in, even in him. So he's basically talking about how <laughs> he he has chosen us from the foundation of the world. So he knew us. I don't know if you could wrap your head around this, <coughs> but he knew us even in our mother's womb. So, so, um, so he he knew us since the foundation of the world. But haven't you told me before that if you don't believe in God when you die and ask for help, God's going to be like, I don't know you. If you, yes, if you, if you, um, you know, some people, he either wouldn't know because they never accepted him or 
because they did things that thought that they thought were good in his name, like casting out demons and uh, giving to the poor. But they never um, they never put him above anybody else except for them. So explain to me yes. how he could know us all this time and not know us. Because he created us. So he used, he used our parents, whoever they were to create us. So he created us through our parents. But even before he, he knew us from the beginning of time. So it's, it's hard to explain to people because there are people that believe that Jesus, the, the only, um, way that Jesus existed was through Mary, but Jesus was God even before he came to earth as a baby. It wasn't like, and and it's hard to comprehend because we don't know when the beginning of Jesus really started. We just know that Mary was used as a vessel to carry him uh, and bring him to earth, but we don't know exactly how how Jesus actually started. How do we know that the God of the Bible is like the ultimate because we don't know when he started or. Well, it does, it does say that I am the alpha and omega. And if you know anything about the Greek alphabet, right? If you or the Greek alphabet, the, uh, you know anything about Greek, alpha is the first, right? Mm-hmm. I am the alpha and omega. I am the beginning and the end. So. He is the beginning of the world, and he is also the end of it. But how do we know that he's telling us the truth when he says that? Well, that, that's where um, studying scripture comes in, because you're not going to know from just a few verses. You have to diligently study the scriptures to learn about the will of God, to learn about uh, the grace, the love, the mercy of God, um, to really, really understand the fullness of God. You can't just... You can't just take a few scriptures and think you get it. Does God know where he came from? I'm sure he does. I'm I'm sure he does, but this is one mystery that I think it's it's is beyond um our human uh comprehension. We can't our minds can only go so far. Do you believe that when you die and go to heaven mm-hmm. you will know how God came to be? It's possible. It may be possible. I don't know. I don't know what I will. I mean, there, there. Uh, I, I'm sure that there are things that I will know when I get up there, but I don't know. I, I, I couldn't. It's possible that I will. Fi- I will figure it out. But there's a lot of things that right now I can't understand. How does this relate to free will? Will you just write me? So, so okay. So when he says he has chosen us, right? Mm-hmm. He has chosen us to be his people, but there are people in this world that don't live like they are image bearers of God. And what I mean by that is that they'll say, Oh yeah, I'm, I'm a creation of God. I, I was, I'm one of God's children, but they don't, they don't, um, but then they claim to be atheists. Don't you think that's a little bit, um, strange? I, I, Guess so. Yes, that somebody would say they're God's children, but they're an atheist, or or they're God's children, but they don't um, live as if they were God's children. Okay, that makes more sense. To me. That's what I mean. I mean, not that they're atheists, but they don't live live as if they're God's children. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense to you? I guess that makes sense to me. So we but it's have all the, under the purview of Christianity. So we so we have the choice to to live as a child of God in His care, but 
but the ones that are not living under his care are still uh, are still children of the devil, even even if they don't acknowledge it. Have you ever thought something the Bible said was correct or thought your interpretation was right and then reassessed it later to realize that you were incorrect? Well, I mean, it, it's been possible that I may have misinterpreted things because I didn't read it in the right context. But, um, you know, there there are, uh, it's, um, it, it really all depends, really. I mean, I'm sure there may have been something that I misinterpreted and I read it again. I'm like, oh, wait, that's not what it means. Right. How do you know that your beliefs of what the Bible says are accurate then now? Um. Well, as as I said before, um, this is where constant studying comes in. Um, and this is also where the Holy Spirit comes in, because if you don't have the Holy Spirit in you, the Holy Spirit isn't going to guide you in all truth if, if it's not indwelling in you and it's not going to show you and guide you to what the Bible is trying to say. You You cannot read the Bible without understanding what the Holy Spirit's uh, role is in a person's life because they're going to, because the Holy Spirit will guide direct and also convict you of any kind of sin that you're, that you're committing. Does that mean that you did not have the Holy Spirit when you used to study the Bible and you misinterpreted things? No, I didn't start, I didn't start to really study it because I didn't get it. I didn't get my Bible until I was 29. The most that I've gotten was what I've heard. Wait a second. I thought you said that you accepted Jesus into your heart when you're like 16. I did, but I, at the time I, I could only, <clears throat> I, I could only go by what I was hearing because I didn't have a Bible until I was 29. Why not? Um, I didn't know where to get it, but I eventually got it. And, uh, I was, I mean, I was going, I was using, I was reading on websites, but it wasn't the same as actually reading it on, on paper. Okay. So you told me recently that yes. you love Jesus, not just more than me, which is uh, you know, a shock, but also more than anybody in your family. Yes. Why did you wait so long to do research into how to get a Braille Bible? Well, because you, 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 above, you have to understand though, I, I really, I really didn't know where to get one. I, I, um, I don't know why I waited that long, but the, the most important thing is that I have it now. I, I didn't have one until right before my 29th birthday. And before then, yes, I was, I was, um, I was paying attention to what I heard in church and in, and in Sunday school and, uh, what I was able to get off of websites, but it wasn't the same. Because I really wanted to read one uh, at my fingertips, and I I I wanted to get one. But this isn't about how long I waited to get a Bible. This is about <laughs> this is about what I'm trying to. Um, okay. Yeah. That would go to a wall. Next verse. Next verse. Let Let me see what that is. While well, Alana's doing this. Uh, hey, 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 don't go on a rant. Would I ever do that, babe? Yes. Did you say don't or did you say go on a rant? No. Am I hearing this bad? I thought I may have maybe heard you say go on a rant. Stop it. Okay. Maybe I didn't hear that. All right. Let me go to, to Romans. Romans. It's going to be good, people. Romans is coming up. 
Oh, goodness. What am I going to do with your bubbles? What? Oh, goodness. I love you, babes. Mm. I love you, babes. Mm. I not as much as, you know, you love Jesus, but I still love you, babes. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. That's okay, bubs. I understand. Okay. It's okay. I understand. Okay. Okay. Uh, let me see where we are. Uh, not quite there yet. If you don't want me to go on a rant, I highly suggest you find these verses quickly. Well, hold on. It's kind of hard to find. No, no, no. I know it's. I had to flip through. I had to flip through pages. This is Braille after all. Books. Okay, so we are. Romans, we are at Romans 9, 14 through 15. So I'm going to read them first. Go ahead. What shall we say then? Is there unrighteousness with God? God forbid. For he saith to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. And I will have compassion on whom I will, ha I will have compassion. So I had to read this over again. And um, I had to read the um, the verses before because I'm I need to read this in context. Let's Go see. Ahead. Let me see here. What, where should I start? All right. So let me see. Looking for some verses. We had some. Okay. 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 What? Could you please not? We can talk about that later. We can't talk about the cookies we had. We had good cookies. Okay. Done. <laughs> I, I didn't know that that was. I should have given the trigger warning. No, I'm just saying I'm I'm trying to look for something and I don't know that we should talk about cookies at the time. Okay. Right. <clears throat> you ready, babes? Um okay, let's see. Uh let's start with verse eight. That is, they which are the children of the flesh, these are not the children of God, but the children of the of the promise are counted for the seed. For this is the word of promise, at this time will I come, and Sarah shall have shall have a son. And not only this, but when Rebekah also had conceived by one, even by our father Isaac, for the children, for the children being not yet born, neither having done any good or evil, that the purpose of God according to election might stand, not of works, but of him that hath, that, but of him that calleth. It was said unto her, the elder shall serve the younger. And I'll, and I'll explain this in a, in a bit. As it is written, Jacob have I loved, but Esau have I hated. What shall we say then? Is there unrighteousness with God? God forbid. For he saith to Moses, I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy, and I will have compassion on whom I will have compassion. I'm going to read on. 16. So then it is not of him that willeth, nor of him that runneth, but of God that sheweth mercy. For the scripture saith unto Pharaoh, even for this same purpose have I raised thee up, that I might shew my power in thee, and that my name might be declared throughout all the earth. Therefore hath we mercy on whom we will have mercy, and whom we will, we will, he hardeneth. Uh, one more verse. Couple more verses. Thou wilt say then unto me, Why doth he, why doth he yet find fault? For who hath resisted, sorry, who sorry. hath resisted, hold on a second. Who hath resisted his will? Nay, but, O man, who art thou that reliest against God? Shall the thing formed, shall the thing formed say to him that formed it, Why hast thou made me thus? 
Hath not the potter power over the clay of the same lump to make one vessel unto honor and another unto dishonor? Okay, so I read quite a bit. Break it down. <laughs> I will try. I will try. It could be that I might have to show you this first a little bit more. Oh. But um, I don't know if this is the best one to use. But um, so what I understand it is that Sarah, when he's talking about Sarah and Isaac. Yeah. Sarah, okay, so Sarah and Abraham were not able to have children until they were old. Yeah. And Isaac was born when Sarah was, uh, she was pregnant with Isaac when she was around 99 years old. And, but that's because uh, God has opened her womb. And um, she was not expecting that to happen. That's why I get the Golden Girls had a kid. Ah. I just saw Gabby popped one out. Bubs. What? Oh, well. What? Uh. No, I was just trying to put in. Well, what are you reading now? Oh, I forgot a couple of verses, but I, I can go back to them. Oh, my God. Um, but anyway, um, so he's talking about the seed of Abraham, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he's referring to Sarah and Abraham uh, having Isaac as um, as... Uh, them in their old age because Sarah wasn't able to conceive. And then uh, Rebecca and Isaac, when Isaac got older, he married Rebecca and had twins, Jacob and Esau. So he was talking about the lineage of Abraham where Jacob is, he was talking about the, it was talking about the elder will serve the younger. Well, actually the younger when it's talking about Jacob and Esau, Jacob, um, Jacob took uh, Esau's birthright from from Esau, even though he was the youngest. But that was supposed to happen. And uh, Jacob, uh, Joseph, ended up blessing Jacob instead of Esau. So Esau was against God, and Jacob was um, God's chosen one, and and that's why his name was was given um, as Israel. Well. But um, let me let me see if I can explain a little bit more by reading other verses. Okay, I do have some questions about these verses, though. Okay. Do you want me to ask, or do you want to read some more verses first? Well, what 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 are you? What, what Why didn't God just have uh, Jacob be born first instead of having him make Esau's uh, birthright? Well, that's that's a lot of questions that people would ask, um, and I kind of understand where you would think that. But as I said before. This is where a lot of study goes into it because um, Israel was chosen as God's people. And it's, it's, I think it's because the, um, maybe that was a part of the prophecy that Jacob would be, Jacob would be chosen. But why was that a part of the prophecy? Um, because Esau, well, I have to, so I have to go back to, because some of these verses dealing with, um, dealing with Jacob's family is, I have to go, th- I have to gr- go through some of them too, because, um, there's some, there's some that I haven't read in a long time. So I need to get back to you on that one. So you didn't have the Holy Spirit when you read it? No, I never said that. I just, I just have to go back through it again. Then since you know it, since you have the Holy Spirit? Well, Bubs, there's some things that you are not going to 
either remember or you're not going to, um, you're not going to understand oh. all, all together. It's not like a Bible where you, it's not like a book where you're going to read it and understand everything. But I thought with, through God, anything is possible. Of course, but I'm not, I'm not discounting that. I'm just saying that I need to go, I, I have to admit, I have to go back through it again. Oh, all right. Here's another question. So like, let's say I uh, get somebody pregnant. But let's say it's even you, you know, since we're dating each other, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say I get, I'll get you pregnant and then you have a miscarriage. Mm-hmm. Do, when you die, do, is the baby in heaven? I believe so. Oh. Yes. Let's say it happens on day one. What, a miscarriage? Yeah, like before you even know you're pregnant. Well, I think I would know if I had a miscarriage. No, but they say that something like 70% of pregnancies end in miscarriages where the women don't even know they're pregnant because they happen so early on in the pregnancy. Um, yeah, uh, Yes, of course the baby's going to be in heaven. Even all those ones? Yes. Wow. Well, because remember, like I said, even if they're not safe, right? Or, I, mean, I mean, saved, they don't understand right from wrong yet. They're still... Infants. But they're not even, they're not even, they're like a couple cells. They're still infants. They're wow. still, they're still living. They, they are just as important. Cells are just as important to God than a fully formed body. So when you die, are they going to be babies or are they going to be like full blown adults? I have no idea. I have a lot of children up in I lives. have no idea. Bubs? What? Did you please take this seriously? I am thinking it seriously, babes. I'm thinking of all the kids. Oh, but I don't goodness. want to pay child support payment on all these kids. Bubs. Can I get a kiss? Thank you. Give me a kiss. Thank you. All right. So there's going to, your bed's starting to creak. There's going to be all these beds, all these beds. There's going to be all these beds <laughs> in, in heaven then. There, I don't know. They might be children. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, it does say that heaven is a land where we'll never grow old. So, so God cares about cells. Um, well, uh, here, here, let me, let me, let me explain to you the difference between that. Go ahead. Okay. Cells to him are just as much human, even if a human doesn't think that cells are, are a fetus or a fetus is a human. So just because a person says that a fetus isn't real, that fetus means that, that that fetus still means more to God. That that's this fetus still has potential, and uh, he cares about he cares about the cells in in people's body just as much as he cares about a forming body. So, okay, so I'm a passenger. We're, 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 we're getting we're getting off topic. No, but you you want me to ask questions, or you just want me to go wrong with the program? No, I do I do want you to ask questions, but I. I think we're kind of getting off of this. All right, I'll make this quick. I'm a very passionate person. And like, so let's say I'm having a discussion and there's a coffee table, right? Mm -hmm. And I bang my hand on the coffee table Mm -hmm. and it makes noise. And I do this because it's, I'm worked up, but there's also theatrics to it. Uh, I don't break my hand or anything, but unbeknownst to me, some cells in my hands die. Will God uh, judge me for murdering those cells? In your hands? Yeah. That because, well, well, no, no, no. Okay, I think you're. I think you're. Because you said some, he cares about cells. He kills. What I mean to say is, what you think is cells, even if you don't regard a fetus as a as a living thing, he still cares about that fetus. But those cells in your hand, the, the whatever was damaged in your hand, that was self inflicted. 
But he doesn't consider that like then he, he wouldn't he, say that's not, a form he, of suicide then. No. Okay. No, no, no. It's a totally different thing. It's such apples and oranges. I was just curious. So it's only if blood the cells- vessels. If you if you damage your blood vessels, it's going to hurt. Yes. But it's not like oh, it's God's not like you're killing a. It's not like you're murdering your. Yeah, it's it's not like you're murdering somebody's dog or something. Okay, good. It's not too bad because like I sometimes I think of that episode of The Simpsons where Marge wants help with uh, help with Homer and Reverend Lovejoy is like Marge. According to this thing, we're not even allowed to use the bathroom. Oh. But I feel like maybe you should read a couple more verses. Okay, so maybe, maybe this one I might have to look. I might have to do more more um, searching again. This might not have been the best verse to look up, but I will read some of the verses before that I, I skipped. So verses four through uh, seven. Okay. Okay, and then I, I'm going to move on. All right. Okay, verse four. Who are Israel, who are Israelites to whom pertaineth the adoption and the glory of the covenants and the giving of the law and the service of God and the promises? Whose are the fathers of whom as concerning the flesh Christ came, who is over, who is over all God blessing forever. Amen. Or blessed forever. Amen. As not as those the word of God has taken none effect. For they are not all Israel, which are of Israel, meaning the chosen people, neither because they are seed of Abraham or they are children are all or or they I'm sorry, neither because of neither because they are the seed of Abraham or they all children are they are children. But in Isaac shall thy seed be called. That is they which are children of that. So. So I think this is talking about the the chosen people of Israel and Jacob's family. And um, so I don't know if this is the right verse I should have used, unfortunately. I have a question for you. Okay. You said you think, right? But earlier in this episode, we were talking and you said that when you have the Holy Spirit, or was it the Holy Spirit or the Holy Ghost? They're the same thing. Okay, when you They're have pretty the, much the same when thing. you have the Holy Spirit in you, then you you're not going to misinterpret the Bible. So how is it that you think and you don't know for sure? Um, okay, that's a good question. So, like I said, this requires a lot of studying. It's not you're not going to know the the Holy Spirit isn't just going to give you the answer right away. Okay, the Holy Spirit is going to Sometimes it takes, it's going to take a long time for you to understand it. Um, and it guides, the Holy Spirit guides and directs and convicts us. But this doesn't mean that because you study a verse, you're going to know everything about that verse. So this is, this is the kind of verse that, um, I need to study more background on it because I, I unfortunately, I think this was, this, this may not be, um, honing in on my point. So does that mean that... And I apologize for that. No, no, no. Does that mean that the Holy Spirit isn't quite with you yet, but it's working in that direction then? It's still there. It's just, you know, it just, it's, it's, it's doing its work. It may, I may not see the answer right away. It may not be revealed right away, but that doesn't mean he isn't working. Then that kind of is, leads me back to an older question, which is how do you know that you're interpreting everything in the Bible correctly if you're not even sure about the passages you just read? Well, because that also requires prayer. Like I said before, 
that even if I'm unsure of passages, um, and it also, it also helps to talk to someone who is also, um, very sound in the Bible too. So I, I could, I have friends I can talk to about this. It's not just myself and I could study with people. Um, but, you know, sometimes the answer doesn't come right away. And I ha, and I, you know, it's, it's, it's sometimes it can get frustrating, but it doesn't mean that it's not going to come. That doesn't mean that the Holy Spirit isn't with me. That means that the Holy Spirit is going to help, uh, uh, reveal the, the, reveal the answer. The, the Word of God is going to reveal the answer. And it's going to, it's going to take a while. I have a question that seems like it's unrelated, but go with me here. All right. All right. Rush Limbaugh died about a month and a half ago when we're, as, as of when we're recording this. Right. And as you know, I was not a fan, but that's not the point of this. Okay. Um, according to what I've heard you say, I've only heard his program a couple of times. Yeah. He did not talk about religion on his show. At least yes, not, he has. But did he, he didn't talk about it a lot, at least, right? Well, from what I was hearing, because he wasn't more open with it until um, probably within the last year or so, mm-hmm. year or two. But this was around the time where he realized his mortality because... I don't think, I think that when he was in private with his family, he probably was more open with it. But there were, um, uh, when I heard about his passing, there, there were, um, family members that said, um, that he really was, um, he really was a man of faith and he may not have been open with it on the air, but his family said that he really, showed up when he showed up and he, his, his actions spoke louder than anything that he could have said. Here's my question to you. You believe politically mm-hmm. you're very far to the right and you think that the just, the Bible justifies that. Absolutely. Now, whether or not it does, I don't know. I don't study the Bible outside of doing this, of course. Uh-huh. What I'm curious to know though, are you upset at Rush Limbaugh? Because, in your opinion, maybe he wasted this opportunity to spread the gospel, as it were. Are you are you I, mad at him? No, I'm not. Okay. No, I'm not. I'm not mad at him. That's, you know, the way that he did it. He may not have talked about it on the air, um, but the way that he has expressed it, I can't. There's nothing in his expression that would lead me to believe that he wasn't con- um, sincere about it. Oh. And I think that as long as he took the time to do it. And it wasn't, um, it wasn't a lukewarm expression that he actually did take a lot of, um, um, the teachings of Jesus and, and really, um, hid them in his heart. Then, I mean, really the only one that could really judge how he, how faithful he was is, is God really. I mean, and I can't. I mean, from what I've been hearing, it sounded like he was pretty consistent. Yeah, I, I wanted to use him as an example because I know that you're a fan even though I'm not. And I think he did some horrible things, but that's my opinion. But what I want to know for you is in, in a greater context, it sounds to me like, and I don't want to put words in your mouth, mm-hmm. you don't have a problem if somebody has faith in God, but they don't express it publicly. Whether they're a celebrity I, or just a regular person who has some pull in their community. Well, I mean, they don't have to express it publicly. No. I mean, if they want to talk about it, that's, that's, they want to talk about it. But as far as somebody deciding not to express it publicly, that's their own prerogative. Nice. And, and, you know, some people like to 
make themselves really known and and expressing it. But I think um, sometimes God really notices the people that are quiet. They are, they express themselves through their actions and not so much with their words. Interesting. If that makes any sense. They don't make a, they don't make a, um, they don't, they don't put a uh, direct a lot of attention to them. Yeah, that's 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 he he really um, he really looks at that. I think more than just words, because people can say that they're a God fearing person and not act like it, right? There's so many. There are so many, and I think that one of the best things to do is to show a person's testimony and to share it is to show it by their actions. Interesting, babes. Right. Uh, before we move on, I have yes. one quick question because I know we still got to cover free will. Um, yeah, so I'm sorry about the verse, yeah, but I need to, you know. Because Jayla loves Jesus and free will. Um, although not free will, not as much as Jesus. But I think what happened was, I need to explain this before I go on. Go I think what happened is I did read these verses and I thought that this was going to hone in on my point and I realized that it didn't. Oh. So <laughs> I'm sorry about that. That, well, that, was, that was my mistake. Yeah. Um, a quick question though. Yes. Cause we've discussed this and you know, sometimes I'll refer to God as he, but really I think if there is a God, it's probably like, there's no gender assignment, but you believe as you think of God as a male. Yes, and I I'm do. I'm wondering why that is. Well, I'll tell you why, because if, because I study the Bible quite a lot and that if it by by saying that God is not a male, I think it completely takes away from the deity and person of Jesus Christ. Because God the Father, there's God the Father, He created the world through Jesus. Jesus was crucified, He was buried and resurrected, and then Jesus sent His Holy Spirit to be with us, to dwell in us, and uh to take uh to take um the role of guiding, directing, and convicting his people. Um, but I, I just think that by saying that Jesus, that God is not male, it takes away from, uh, the holiness of Jesus. So if I were to sum it up in, in a more Rick way, I would, I would say, and I want to make sure I got your point correctly. If God wanted us to think of him as female, he would have created Jessica Christ and not Jesus Christ. Something like that, yeah. Okay. He, he, it wouldn't, it would not, he wouldn't have served his purpose. I disagree with you, but that's, that's your perspective though. Exactly. Yes. yes. This is, this is where studying, a lot of studying comes in. Yes. There's uh, no Jessica Christ. No, and there will not be one. Oh. No, there, there, there will Unless there's like a cool rock group that names themselves that. No. 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 That's not good. Oh. That is not good. Oh. Well, this is uh, fun stuff, Jay. Whoa. Yeah, I, I hope that even if you don't understand this, that you are um, learning some things. I'm learning how you see the world. Okay. Yes. Okay. Well, that's fair enough. Yes, yes, yes. How are we doing there, babes? Hold on. All right. Well, Alana's doing that. Stop. can't talk about things that really inspire me. Okay, stop. Okay. Stop it. Okay. All right, we are going to Galatians chapter 5. 
Verses 16 through 17. Stop. What? What did I say? Stop talking. Zip it. I said listen to audio. See. What? Go ahead. Love. Come on. Okay, let's see here. Uh, Bubs! Stop, stop, stop. Uh, Do not. No. This will give you inspiration to find those verses. Bub, but but stop it. Stop it. Seriously. This is this isn't this is no time to uh, support any political figures. Don't support. I said don't support Donald Trump. He's a political. Bubs. I keep reading. Keep find your thing, please. I'm just saying because we're not supporting for. Bubs, Bubs, do you want me to box your ears? No. I'm being a little bit feisty with you because you're just not paying attention. Can I get a kiss? No. Can I get a kiss? Can I get a kiss? Face gonna get a kiss. Face gonna get a kiss. Face gonna get a kiss. All right, all right, all right. Yes, I'm ready. Let's do it. Okay, this is Galatians, chapter five, verse sixteen through seventeen. Okay. This I say then, walk in the spirit, and ye shall wait, hold on. Let me read this again. I'm stumbling over my words. Verse 16. This is this I say then, walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh, and these are contrary the one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. Okay. So this has to do with the spirit versus the flesh. And I think I kind of uh, uh, gone, uh, explained a little bit about that. And I can explain it some more. Yeah. Uh, let's read. Okay. Let's see. Let me start from verse 14. I think. Let's see. Okay, or, or 12. Let's start with 12. Do it. Okay. I would they were even cut off which trouble you, for, brethren, ye have ye have been called unto liberty, only use not only use not liberty for an occasion to the flesh, but to love serve one another but to love and serve one another. For all the law is fulfilled in one word, even in this thou shalt love thy neighbor as thyself. But if ye, but if ye bite and devour one another, take heed, for ye be not consumed one of another. This I say then, walk in the spirit, and ye shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusteth against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. And these are contrary, and one to the other, so that ye cannot do the things that ye would. And I'm going to continue. Go ahead. But if, this is, this is, uh, 18. But if, Ye be led of the Spirit, ye are not under the law. Now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, um, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft, hatred, variance, um, emula- em- emulations, wrath, strife, seditions, heresies, and Hold on. Heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, uh, revelings, and such like, of the which I tell you before I have also told you in time past that they which do such things shall not inherit the kingdom of God. Okay. Now. 
talks about the, the flesh and the spirit. Yes. Can you, do you remember what I explained to you in the past about the difference between the flesh and the spirit? If I remember right, like the flesh is sort of like the, the lustful part of us that is going to die off after this life. And the spirit is like the everlasting part of us that is like eternal. Right. Anything, so the flesh is anything that would be against uh, God's uh, will mm-hmm. for our lives. Anything from from lust and pride and hatred and uh, things that would take us away, you know, things that would um, uh, make us ungodly, right? Go ahead. To to make us to um, to commit ungodly things or to think ungodly things. And then the spirit is our um, spiritual man that becomes apparent when we um, receive Jesus into our heart, and this and the Holy Spirit is in us. So our spiritual man will never will never die, and or sin, and the uh, the flesh. Um, we have to keep the Christians talk about putting, uh, uh, you know, dying to ourselves every day, dying. Uh, dying to ourselves every day. So our, we have to die daily. Ooh, that's a lot of deaths. Yeah, that's right. We have to, and, and what I mean by that is that we need to ask God for forgiveness every day because we are sinfully, uh, we are naturally sinful because of the sin that we inherited from Adam. Um, so... Um, and when it talks about, it mentions those things like murders, junk, uh, drunkenness, uh, envyings, um, lasciviousness, and, um, all these other things. Uh, very fleshly, very fleshly activities. How does that, how do those verses apply to free will to you? Because once you become a Christian, like I, like I've mentioned in other verses, you're constantly there's constantly going to be a spiritual battle. We battle with, um, we battle against the flesh every day, and we also battle with what we have to do, um, as far as spiritual things are concerned. So, for example, here's a good example. I wake up in the morning and. I decide I have to make a decision whether I want to read my Bible today or not. The spiritual side of me says, yes, I need to, I need to study the word of God and I have to read the Bible. But the fleshly side of me says, I'm too tired to read. That's a, that's a, that's a small example, but that's part of it. Mm-hmm. Um, here's another one where, uh, you're listening to a message that the pa- that a pastor is giving, but all you can think about is what you want to have for lunch. Yeah. And I got and I and sometimes my want my I have to say my mind wanders. Oh, people's mind wanders. That's that's part of the flesh. You are thinking of worldly things and you're not dwelling on spiritual things. And so you have to repent for that every day. Yes, you do. But I keep going back to God knows that you're going to do that. So is that really free? Does that really? Yeah, yes, it is because there, there's. Free will. Yes, it is because even if He knows it. He gives you the choice to make that decision. So he gives you the choice to make bad decisions in order for you to learn from it. Even if you made a bad decision, he allows it to happen because there's a reason for it. It's not just because he is angry with you. 
right? Yes, part of it could be that he's chastising a person, but part of it could be, well, I want to give Rick this lesson mm -hmm. and I'm going to allow him to make this horrible decision, even if it's against my will, because maybe he'll learn from it. And then he chooses you or, or whoever chooses to follow God afterwards or to keep on going on in there and living in their sin. Isn't that, I mean, you're, it's good that you're using me as an example of something good coming out of a bad decision, right? right. Because I can make a lot of bad decisions and get it right. Mm -hmm. uh, but isn't that kind of like setting other people up to fail, the ones who end up not believing in Jesus? Because I, he's putting them in an environment, knowing how they're going to react and letting them make a bad choice. No, it's not. No, it's not. Because he is giving people, you know, he gives us, he gives people, per, he, he has given us personalities, right? We, we have our own personalities. We have our likes and dislikes. And a lot of times people know that things are wrong once they figure out what is right and what is wrong, whether they're believers or not. Like, you know, stealing from a store is not the right thing to do. Okay. okay. The, that, that's, that's one example, right? Yeah. You know it's wrong, God knows it's wrong, but you do it anyway. Even though you know that there is some, some, you have some idea, you, you have, um, this feeling that you shouldn't have done that. But, but when I'm talking about free will, it's not so much free will to make these decisions. It's free will to choose, as I've said, to choose whom you will serve today or the next day? Are you going to do what you want to do, even though you know that God has given you, God has given you the free, free gift of grace? Or are you going to do what God wants you to do because you believe that God knows best for you and it's you know that God knows best for you and that if you do do something wrong, you're going to be in more trouble than if you, if you made that uh, until you made that choice. I guess this is one of the ways in which our beliefs differ because I, I don't believe in God, but I believe in the possibility of God. Right. And I do think that if you make a decision and if you believe in God, then you're making the decision that God thinks is best for you. No, because no, God puts you in those positions. No, that's, that's not true. That's not true because what we think God God thinks is best for us may not be right. Because remember when I talked about the heart? Yes. Remember when I said there there is a there is a scripture I I may have read it's it's um uh the heart is the heart is deceitful and desperately wicked. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. The the so whatever Whatever comes out of our mouths, for example, that comes from our heart. So whatever you are thinking, whatever you are feeling, whatever you say, if you're, for example, if you're driving in traffic and you decide to curse out the person in the next car, right? That's not uh, something coming from your heart. It's, it's, wickedness coming from your heart right but presumably god created all things even wickedness he he created he created man yes he created um you know the, the 
he he isn't going to anything that God has created is is good. He would not create something wicked. But God created Satan and hell. He did create Satan and hell, but that doesn't mean that he created. He doesn't mean that he is um, the one that's created. He he may allow wickedness, but he he's not the um, the father of wickedness. Satan is the father of lies, as you may have heard the devil being described as the father of lies. Right? Mm-hmm. He's also the um, prince of the power of the air. He's also the prince of darkness. So really, all that wickedness comes from the devil. The but devil. He- the devil is out to deceive the rest of the world and that's why he's so deceitful because the wickedness that he that comes from the devil can be used um very subtly to make us think that it isn't wicked yeah but who created satan who created hell yeah but remember remember hell wasn't supposed to be hell hell wasn't supposed to be for anybody hell was supposed to be for satan and his angels and satan when uh, lucifer went against what God wanted him to do because he had a job. He was one of his angels. He was a, he was a considered the son of the morning, but we're getting off a topic here. Okay. Uh, he's considered the son of the morning. If you, if you want to, if we want to have another lesson on, on Lucifer, we can, but, um, this, is, this isn't about Lucifer. No, this is about free will, J. Wall. That's okay. I'm sorry. That's okay, babes. Let me see what the next one is. Let's see. There's another one and another one. So oh, I do. Actually, I think this might be the last one. Oh, really? So we, we're wrapping up free will then? Yes. How do you uh, feel about this, babes? I think this is one of those subjects where this. I think that um, this is not an easy thing to study, and I've. I've uh, realize this has been going along, but I think this is something that, that, uh, deserves to be, uh, revisited once in a while. Yeah. Like I, I don't think my opinion has changed at all, to be honest about free will. Uh, but it's and there's been... so many other verses to go through as well, you know, that I can oh, find, Yes. you know, not just the ones that I picked, cause I picked quite a bit. Oh, it's uh, so it's possible we, we will uh, go back to this. Uh, but I do, but I would like to study, like, for example, one of these days I want to study the Psalms with you. Um, it's beautiful stuff. Um, I also want to study, like, maybe the subject of grace, um, the subject of faith. Grace um, Kelly School. I like your Alfred uh, Not Grace Kelly. Oh, sorry. That's what I thought you meant. Okay. This is, this is, um, this is, uh, Revelation 3, verse 20. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice and open the door, I will come in to him and will sup with him and he will, and he with me. So let me see what I can find that will put this in context. Let's see. So, okay, so this, let me see here. Thinking about freestyling, babes, you better hurry up. What? Thinking about dropping the freestyle, doing the hot 16. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so so in this, in chapter 3 right now where I'm reading, this is, um, he's talking to the Laodicean church. Okay. 
um, the uh, the letter to the the Laodicean church, and this is a um, uh, this book was written by John. Go ahead. So, so I mean, it it this is um, in the same context, but it it has some backstory. Uh, number fourteen here, and unto the angel of the church of Laodice of the Laodiceans write these things saith the, saith the amen and faithful and true witness the beginning of the creation of God. I know thy works that thou art neither cold nor hot. I would thou, I would thou wert cold or hot. So then, because thou art lust, I'm sorry, because thou art lukewarm, and I'll explain this later, thou art lukewarm and neither cold nor hot, I will spew thee out of my mouth. Because thou sayest, I am rich and increased with goods and have need of nothing, and knowest not that thou art wretched and miserable and poor and blind and naked, I counsel thee to buy of, to buy of me gold tried in the fire, that thou mayest be rich, and white raiment, that thou mayest be clothed, and that the shame of thy nakedness do not appear, and anoint thine eyes with with eye salve, that thou mayest see. Um, not finish it. Verse 19, as many as I love, I rebuke and, chas- and chasten. Be zealous, therefore, and repent. Behold, I stand at the door and knock. If any man hear my voice, I open the door. I will come into him and will sup with him and he with me. And this is uh, verse 21. To him that overcometh will I grant to sit with me in my throne, even as I also overcame and and am set down with my father in his throne. He that hath an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. Okay, so I know this is kind of different because it's talking about a church here, um, the church of Laodicea. Yeah. So let me explain something. Okay. Hot, cold, and lukewarm. Yes. Hot meaning, you know, it, when when it's saying when when John is saying, "I would rather ye be hot than cold," or cold. Yeah. Hot meaning that you are on fire for Jesus. You're 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 studying. You're witnessing. Passionate. You're, you're right. You, you are passionate about the gospel. Yeah. Cold meaning that you're you don't. You believe, you're, you're, but you're not really. No, 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 no. That's that's lukewarm. Oh. Uh, cold meaning that you're not a believer at all. Okay. You're closed off. Lukewarm is that you're. You're not hot. You're not cold. You're you're kind of in the middle. Like you, you're kind of indifferent. Yeah. You believe, but you're indifferent. So he's saying to the Church of Laodicea, "I would rather that you were hot or cold or cold rather than being lukewarm." Why would he rather you be cold than lukewarm? Because lukewarm, a lukewarm Christian is the worst kind of Christian you you should you could be. Why? Because. You have a sense of apathy. Like, you say you're a Christian, but you're not acting like one. Right? Mm-hmm. You can say out of your mouth that you're a Christian, but you don't pray. Uh, you can say out of your mouth that you're a Christian, but you use foul language to anybody. You don't have a, you, you use abusive language towards people, or you treat people horribly, and you, you are self-righteous, or you're, um, not self, uh, that could happen. Um, you're just not, you're just not passionate and you're not unbelieving, but you're kind of like, you're not, 
you're not doing what you're supposed to do. You're very um, apathetic to the whole thing. So John would rather hang out with me than hang out with a lukewarm Christian then. No, he's he's a, he is um talking to the church of Laodicea. Okay. He's expressing to Christians that hey, I would rather that you're on fire and are not believing because a belie- uh, not a non-believing Christian can believe, but if you're a lukewarm Christian that's you're worse off. What does that mean? A non-believing Christian can believe. Uh, I mean, a non-believing person, rather. Okay, but what does because that mean? Because they can't. That means that they can eventually come to to believe in the in the gospel. But I could make the argument that a lukewarm Christian could eventually become a hot Christian, and not they, just they, they could. plastic surgery. <sighs> Sorry, I had to make a jump joke. Go ahead. Wah, wah, wah. Wah. That's my dad joke for the day. Keep oh going. my goodness. No, but why would, so why would a lukewarm Christian be, uh, worse off than a cold Christian? Because a lukewarm Christian could also become a hot Christian. They could. They could, but like, I mean, they are, um, it's, it's more by, by mouth than by deed. Like, you can say that you're a Christian, but you don't, you don't, um, no, I understand, but, yeah. but you would assume that he would say, uh, okay, be a hot Christian and leave out the lukewarm and cold Christians completely. Because a lukewarm and, and a cold Christian, to me, have the same potential to to become like hot believers, for lack of a better term. I mean, it's it's possible for a lukewarm Christian to do that, but if they have a lack of passion, if they're in the middle of not having a lack of passion and and uh, non-believing, um, it's almost like they're uh, they're kind of going through the motions. I hear you, but what I'm saying is, yes. a cold Christian is the same thing, but they don't even have the the belief. At least, at least the uh, lukewarm Christian has an idea of the uh, of yeah. the the template. If they're not using it correctly, at least they have the template. So they, why they would do, you rather but they're you be not... cold than, than lukewarm? Is what I'm asking. Okay, so a cold. Okay, a cold. A God could work with any non-believing person who is, you know, the one that has a, a cold, a heart that's, that's hardened. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then if a person is on fire for G, for, for God and wants to do the work of God and is completely obsessed with doing the work of God, that's, that's one thing. But one that is, is lukewarm, like, okay, here's an example. Go ahead. Tepid water. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Tepid water is disgusting. Yeah. Um, can you imagine going into a desert and you're trying to find water that is good to drink? Yeah. You're not going to, you don't want to drink tepid water. It's yeah. disgusting. It's not going to do you any good. Hot water has good properties. It might, um, warm you up. Cold water has, ha- is good for you because refreshing water. You don't want tepid water because you don't know how long it's been out. So to break it's, it down, ugh. in my words, it's kind of like God, uh, he sees the potential to do a collab with me, but not with the collab with a, a lukewarm Christian. Because even though I'm a non-believer, there, there's still like aspects to my personality. But a lukewarm Christian is just like completely, in a way, what they're doing is worse because they're taking his name in vain, but they're using it, they're hiding it in this, uh, in this uh, uh, like skin of righteousness. 
Yes, exactly. They're kind of they're kind of indifferent. They're 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 apathetic to it. They're gotcha. not they're not right. They're they're acting and and I, and I think part of it is it might be righteousness too because there are there are Christians that are um that are not doing the will of God and they're kind of um using that to promote their own righteousness. And God would rather do a collab with me because at least I'm an honest sinner instead of a dishonest instead of a He could I wouldn't really phrase it as a collab. You mean if I do a hot beat? It's it's he's not it's not it's not like he's sixteen. Okay, okay, it's it's not like he's he's uh, making an album with you, right? I got <laughs> God on this track, babe. No, 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 no. What I'm talking about working on a person's heart. Yeah, yeah. He would be more successful on working on your heart because your heart has a potential uh, to become a different heart nice. if you if you let him work because. Even if, if a person's heart, even if a person's heart is cold, he can do amazing things with that person's heart. And a lukewarm person, they have to choose, they have to choose another lane before he can work with them, is basically what Well, they, I mean, they, they can become on fire again, but they have to realize where their priorities are. It's, it's a lukewarm person doesn't know what their priorities are in Jesus. No, this is going to sound like a dumb question, but we're wrapping it up and I like that fun. If Jesus came back today, mm-hmm. do you think he'd be a good rapper? Not a gangster rapper, but do you think he'd be like a good conscious rapper? Bubs, like I've said before, he's not going to conform to the ways of the world. So no. Oh. Bubs. That's just curious. No, 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 no. I, I, I know I get a little frustrated with you because you ask weird questions, but you have to understand, <clears throat> if anything, if you don't get anything out of this, you have to understand that, Go ahead. that his thoughts are higher than ours and he and his ways are higher, higher than ours and you can't put him in a box because even though he sat with the sinners and the publicans he never partook, partook he never partook in what everybody else is doing okay so here's a question do you think you put him in the box by thinking that uh conservatism and being a good christian are are like synonymous or connected to each other no i don't because there's so many things, um, there there are so many things that um, that 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 Americans have stood for that is uh, connected to uh, the Christian faith, and I, and there's I can't think of anything that would not would would disconnect them from that. Have you ever questioned it though? Like maybe God would be a liberal. No, I don't. You've never questioned that. No, I, 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 I have not. No, wow. because he never conformed to any kind of social justice thing that has been kind of um, spreading around through a lot of circles. Really, um, he was never for a social gospel. Um, he was, you know, he 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 tended to the needs of others, but he wasn't. You know, it, it, it was, he, he operated a different way. Oh. It, it wasn't like, he wasn't like a social justice warrior, if that's what you're saying. Right. But there's a difference between being that and being like super woke for the lack of a better term. Right. Or, and also, or being for, well, let's help the poor. Let's, let's accept people who are a little bit different than us into the fold. And let's, you know, let them, you know, we want to find some similarities, but we also want them to be their own individual too. No, I don't think I don't I don't think he's that kind of a god. No. Wow. Okay. 
I think that a lot of um, social justice people want to want to put him in a box by saying that he was really for this, but um, but he also came to um, he all he also came uh, knowing that there was going to be division. Mm. The Bible doesn't just unite, but it also divides. So, um, so, but I think that a lot of people want to put him in a box and, and make him, um, be like this very worldly God. But I, I, there's nothing in scripture that would, there's nothing in scripture that would really be, um, uh, contrary or, or uncontrary to that. I, and I don't know enough about the scriptures to say whether that's true or not, but I'll take it <clears> for it. But let me ask you one last question about God and politics, not forever, but for right now. Um, let's say you go to a church, right? Mm-hmm. And the preacher's preaching, you're believing everything he says, you're like, this guy knows the stuff, and you've been going there for a while. So you uh-huh. go there for like a year, and every sermon you're like, this guy's like really speaking the truth, he's uh-huh. relating to me, it's awesome. He invites you and some of the parishioners over to his place. Mm-hmm. You get to know his family. You love his family. And maybe you go over to his house a few more times. And mm-hmm. then one time you're over there, you're having dinner with the preacher. And he casually mentions that, oh, you know, I, you know, I donated a little bit of money to AOC today. Yeah, that's, uh. Would you leave that church? Probably. Wow. Yeah, I would. Wow. I would. I would highly question why. Because there's so many, there's so many things of, uh, that I've been hearing from Democrats that completely goes against the Bible. Wow. Absolutely. Wow. I see. I would highly, I mean, I think that politics belongs in church only if it pertains to a message. Because there are people that have, I've been in churches where people have put politics in their lessons and it didn't really match. Mm. It, it wasn't supposed to be in it. But I'm talking if you talk to him privately and he casually says that. Yeah, I would highly question this person. You would you question them, but you wouldn't necessarily leave this. I it's a would. I might. Wow. I, I it's possible that I might because um, I think that a lot of these, a lot of some policies are just very, uh, uh, very contrary to biblical um, teachings, and I, I don't think that it, it belongs there. Very interesting, babes. That's right. That's right. Uh that's some, uh, it's some, it's some stuff. Yeah, I know. Some stuff, babes. <clears throat> yeah, but, um, all the more, uh, interesting. Yes, 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 yes. <coughs> okay, one last political question. Oh, no. Okay, and I know I said the last one was going to be the last one, but I lied because I'm a sinner. Okay. <sighs> That's not something you should brag about. Well, I'm going to ask for Well, we are. We all are. But... Uh, we, including you. Yes, I am. I know. So we have that in common, and you're my favorite sinner. Uh... Well, one of them, but I love you, babes. Mm. Okay, real quick. Uh... It's kind of a similar question that I asked at the beginning, but with a little bit of a spin. Okay. Um... And similar as in the last question, you've been going to a church for a little while. You've been it's like, see- like the scenario, right? Yeah. Similar, similar. And you know, this preacher, he's really cool. Yeah. You're digging what he's saying. You, you have reason to believe that he's a Republican. And let's say this is 2024 and the, like, it's a heated battle between Donald Trump and whoever for the Republican nomination. 
and you're hanging out with him one day and he says, oh, yeah, I voted for so and so instead of Trump for the uh, Republican to get the Republican nomination. Would you leave that church? Um, I don't know. It depends on who it was. OK, but if so, the AOC question, right? Yeah. If it had if it was going to affect the way that he preached, I would highly think about leaving. OK. I wouldn't agree with his vote. I would question why he would vote for this person. Mm. I would also question the Republican that he would vote for because not every Repub- not every established established Republican is the best, as as we all know. But I I would I mean if it really affects his preaching and what he what the kind of things that he could be teaching, I would highly um think about uh possibly leaving. Just, I was just curious about that. Yeah. But I think we've gotten all the questions. Yes. Oh, are we going to watch Deep Space Nine after this or uh, take a nap? We'll talk about that as when we wrap up. But um, this has been fun, babes. Good. Yes. yes Good. Yes. I'll I'll be uh, ha- uh, thinking of more ideas. I, I'm thinking maybe I'll, I want to go into the Psalms because there's some beautiful yeah. stuff in there. Yeah. And I know how much you love poetry, but sure. the Psalms uh, are one of my favorite, favorite uh, books. And, uh, in the Old Testament. And, uh, I've been reading, right now I've been reading, um, uh, I forget, I, I read, um, the book of Habakkuk. And, um, that's a, that's a very, I'm, I'm getting to the book of, uh, I'm reading the book of Zephaniah, but that's in the, um, I'm getting closer to the Gospels. So, anyway, um, but I would like to say something before we wrap up. Because I, I've been, this has been on my mind for a while. Oh. No, no, it's, 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 it's good. Okay. I would encourage anyone who is listening to what I'm saying that it's good to study by yourself, but it's also good to, to, for women to study with other women that may be strong in their, stronger in their faith. And also, uh, for men to study with other godly men that would, um, um, take them under their wing and help them along. Because as a, as a scripture has said, iron sharpeneth iron. So if you're around people that are, um, that are going to help you in your search, um, for who God really is. I would, I would highly encourage you to do so if you, if you know anyone, because studying by yourself is good, but studying with other, uh, other people really does help. Very good, babes. Is that all you have to say? That's all I have to say until the next one. All right. Whenever that is, probably next month. Probably next month. Yes. All right, babes. Till next time. Till next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.